Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper podcast. Your host, Gregorio Leoni, will have smart discussion with expert thought leader and friends on customer experience, transformation, innovation and leadership. I hope you will enjoy the next episode. The, sec- the second topic on, on your uh, Bitsui or in the three, three main groups is the cust- is CX, CX customer experience. You, uh, you have also developed that in communication team and customers. Could you please elaborate a bit on that and really using again, as you did earlier, some example? Sure. So, uh, so it comes back to, you know, so the, the beginning of that, I just said, you know, if your environment supports you, you're going to feel good inside, you're going to feel good in yourself and you're going to give that great service. So, you know, when you feel good, you've got great communication, you'll listen to people, you'll have empathy, you know, you'll be able to tell a story, you're inspiring people. If you're a CEO of a company, you know, you're going to inspire your employees to come with you on that journey. And looking at, you know, your team, you want your team to be inspired. You want to, you know, we've seen through, Through the pandemic, so much care and so much love from some companies and some terrible, terrible example of others, right? And you see the companies who really took care of their team and really took do did all those small things to make them feel valued, make them feel that they're part of a team. That's when you get your team together for bad and for worse. Keep your team together by inspiring them, by showing them that you care for them. And then they'll give you in return, they'll give great customer experience. They really will look after your customers. Uh, they won't even, you know, they, they'll want to be here. That's the thing, when you love what you do, you want to be here, right? Yeah. And so the team is, uh, and you know, I think I'm sure you've had that, that question. Is it the team first or is it the customers first? Is it the employees first or is it the customers first? Right. You know, and then we always get that communicate that questions when you're in CX. But, you know, if you're running a business and you haven't got a team which is engaged, you've not looked after them and they don't feel valued, they're never going to deliver a great customer experience. Right. However, amazing customer journey or how much money you've spent to understand all the touch points and all that kind of things. If you haven't got a team who generally want to be here and really want to be doing what's best, that's never going to work. So, you know, working with them, making sure they feel good, making sure their well-being and care for mentally, emotionally, physically, This is what, you know, the corporate organization have got a duty of care. They have got a duty of care for their employees. Um, And it's that responsibility. The more, you know, if you really do it, companies will thrive because people feel cared for and they're not, you know, they they won't be moving and shifting from one company to another because they know they're being valued for what they're doing. I fully agree with you and I am also of the opinion that if I really need to decide customer first or employee first, I think employees should take care of the customers and then customer will take care of the shareholders. And as you said, if you have an employee sitting in a dark room in two meters, uh, two meters small room, everything dark, uh, quite difficult system to use, 
then it's not possible that they deliver this superior customer experience that our customer are expecting. And then I think what you are saying make, make really sense. Mm. The, the last piece is this personal state of being. You mentioned cognitive emotions and, and behavior. I think this is from understanding a bit difficult to understand and to digest. Could you please elaborate a bit on that? Sure. So, you know, um, Gregorio, the way we think affect the way we feel and affect the way we behave and vice versa. So if you're behaving in a negative manner, you're going to think negatively. You're going to feel negatively. If you get up in the morning, you go for a run, the sun is shining, you know, you're just going, you're full of energy, you're going to be going great, you're going to feel great inside, you're going to be be having a, a really fantastic behavior against people, you know, with your attitude and you're going to be sharing this. So this is the, the things, that's our state of being. It's affected by the three and we need to be able to um, use tools and techniques, you know. So I'm an NLP practitioner. Over the years, I did some resilience, mindfulness, emotional intelligence, um, you know, really kind of, teaching or learning uh, how to um, be more performance. So habits, right? What are your habits in the morning? What are your habits in the evenings? What you know, do you do to every day to feel grateful for? You know, and really creating those habits where you're performing better because you have a, a routine and you're doing things that makes you happy, brings you joy, you know, and that's really kind of important. And, and gosh, you know, People, you know, if you're watching and you say, oh, that's easy for you, Claire, you know, you always have energy. Well, I tell you what, you know, 18 months ago, I wasn't full of energy. And you can ask my friends and my family who've been supporting me. I went down that hole and I went down and I hit down, you know, and I hit it. And when you're that low, you know, no matter how people tell you you've got to be positive you've got to you know think forward and when you're down there you know people just you know you just don't get it you know you can't push yourself out and actually it's those little everyday things that you're going to do making being grateful for one thing one day then two things the next day start looking around and start you know realizing the great things that you have around you start moving forward so we talk about resilience at bouncing back but no we want to bounce forward you know let's learn from it let's move forward this didn't work how can i improve being able to take that time to pause and again you know mindfulness it's a it's a powerful, powerful tool that we're not using enough. And once you start, it's really hard. I mean, it's taken me years to really kind of um, do it in a way that I just, I don't have to think about it. I just go in that moment because I know it's good for me. So every lunchtime, I break 30 minutes just to go and pose even if it's just five minutes, go and pose, you know, every hour, take a five minutes break, get up, go and have four drink, you know, get those habits into your life. So you really kind of bring in those positive habits in your life. And then you can start feeling good in yourself, you think good, and you're going to behave in a good positive manner. So there's so much there that can be done in terms of your own personal state of being. 
you know, and they all work together, right? So um, I've, I'm working with some uh, mind, mindset coaches, which do a lot of work in the inner energy work. Um, and we do we do a bit of partnership. And, and so they kind of refer me to their client because if their clients are doing some work inner, but then the outer energy is full of rubbish, right? They're never going to move forward. Okay, so they are all working together. The environment will affect the people, affect you inside. And if you feel good, you're going to give that great experience. It's so simple, right? <laughs> Extremely, really. <laughs> I will start now doing that. No, but I'm really, I'm, I think what you're saying, it's, it's really nice. And only making my, my last example or taking my last example, what you say is being grateful at the end of a day for something. Yeah. Even if it's something something small, I I have a small child, and when he was really days old, not speaking about months or years, now he's four years old. But it was super stressful. Was the first child? Uh, we were working. We need this to do and that, and it was really so stressful. And and my mother again, as example, told me. But you should be grateful that your son is one day older. <laughs> it means yeah. and and. Then I really realized, yes, she's she's right. Yeah, and, and they, they often they often are our mothers, aren't they? <laughs> we don't want to tell them too often, but they often are. <laughs> I need to pay attention because my mother is listening to my podcast, and therefore right. pay attention for sure. She she's super, but <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And, and I, I, I want really to respect also your time, but I would like to ask some, some additional question. What you shared also in, in, in the webcast is the business energy map, these nine different topics that are relevant. Now, instead of saying, could you please elaborate on every one of them? Um, I will share all the links, but from these nine, which are which is the most important for you? Oh, well, for me personally, Yes. Oh, this is really, that's a really hard one, actually, because they're all interlink with each other. But actually, if um, it, right here, right now, and actually this week, uh, with the change that I've had in my career, um, the career area has been a big, massive focus. And um Last few weeks ago, um, I looked at my career area, which is my entrance, and I added some water in there. I did a diffusers in there. I had a little red Buddha in there. Uh, I was turning on and off the lights, you know, just to bring that energy, give a nice clean to my door. You know, I've got a little bell outside. So I wanted to bring some new energy into my career and, 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 and look. <laughs> look what happened <laughs> so my whole career has completely changed maybe i'd want to be too much then <laughs> could, could, could you please share exactly all the changes that you did because we are going all to do that <laughs> yes so you know when you go to a chinese restaurant right there's always a fish tank Okay, but so fish or water is all about prosperity, it's all about money, but so it needs to be kind of a nice watery, kind of fresh water, not a dirty kind of things, right? So uh, in the career area, so when you walk in, whether it's your office or whether it's your home, the, the, the front door 
uh, if it's in the middle, that's the, the mouth of the sheet. So this will be the career area. And so there, it'd be good to have some water. So perhaps it can be a painting. It doesn't have to be a fish tank, <laughs> um, but it can be a painting of water. You know, it could be a nice kind of river falling or, you know, something with water or something with fish, you know, if, um, if you like fish. I've actually used my diffusers. So I've got little diffusers which you put water in and I put some essential oil in. And you turn it on, so it kind of makes bubbles, you know, so it makes some beautiful little nose. It smells beautiful. And then same time as water. So it's it's a magic diffuser. <laughs> so depending on which areas, this is what the power of Feng Shui brings. If you want more money, you will look at the top left-hand side of your office or your home, and then you will add some cures for bringing more prosperity. So you may, you know, put, a big loaf of uh, cash in there or a little money tree or, you know, anything that represents money. So it really kind of depends of, of where you are. And when I work with clients, that's the first thing that we do. So remember I was saying about assessing, the first thing we're assessing, and we will assess the clients, the individual, and saying, where are you in your life in those nine areas? So on a not to 10, where are you in your career? in your relationships, um, in your family. And so once you've got that understanding of where they think they are, then you can add some extra cues here and there in the right place. <laughs> and asking a, a real expert, do you have uh, for these nine areas, uh, weekly targets or yearly targets or monthly targets? How are you practicing that? Whoa, yes. So now we're taking to the next level, right, Gregorio? So yes, those nine areas of your life, then you can start using them as your vision board. You can start using them as your objective, your monthly objective, your weekly objective, right? So in my prosperity area, what do I want to achieve for this month? What is the kind of money? Do you want $10,000? Do you want $5,000? Do you want $50,000, right? In your fame and reputation, do you want to win an award or do you want maybe to be in the paper? What is it that you want to bring? So once you start using that as your objective setting, this is where the power of Feng Shui comes to life because you will add things with intentions. So you will remove things when you declutter so you can leave the space for something else and then you add, you know, a cure or remedies, a color, uh, an ornament into a specific area because you've got an intention for it. And that's when it becomes very, very powerful. When you do your objective that way, it's so much clearer because you exactly know where you're going for each of the areas. So if you want to learn things, develop, you know, new skills, you will put it in your, you know, self-development and knowledge. What is it that you want to achieve in that area for this particular month? Very, very powerful to do that. And the best time to do it now, right? Yesterday was a new moon. So doing your monthly uh, objective on a new moon is the best time because you're planting the seeds in a new moon and at a full moon, you're collecting what you've what you what has just grown so it's uh it's really good to use the energy from the outside 
to also help you know with your own energy thank you very much <laughs> it was really super interesting now i will ask i will ask the last three questions a bit more uh, about you to learn a bit about about you and uh, it was really outstanding discussion we learned a lot <laughs> and you. i hope that people can really practice and then also share their learnings about what, what they are doing, because at the end, it's it's not something expensive that you need to, to invest a lot of money, but are small changes, small amendments, small uh, tailored steps in order to achieve what people want to achieve. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's career, sometimes it's, it's, it's money, something is something different. Therefore, thank you very much. Perhaps, is there a book that you say, this helps me during my career that you would like to share with the audience and you say this is something that also other people could profit. Apart from my books, of course, yeah? Sure. <laughs> uh, yes, well, uh, obviously there's a couple of Feng Shui books which, you know, um, that you can go and um, check out. I haven't got them by hand, but um, Karen Rowe, and she's uh, Move Your Stuff, change your life very simple and this kind of that's where it that's where it got me I read this book and I was just like hooked and then I started learning more so Davina McHale she was my mentor uh, she's written a couple of books on Feng Shui as well and uh, a lot more around the energy that we have from the outside to uh, where when we're born and all those kind of things as well so those are a couple of books on Feng Shui. If you want to read something simple, Davina McHale or Karen Rowe, and just go and check them out and, and get their books. One book which really, um, really had a big impact as well in, in my personal development was um, High Performance Habit with, uh, from Brendan Burchard. Um, and again, it was a, a time where I was trying to do so much here, there and everywhere. You know, when you're an entrepreneur, you're doing this, you're doing that, you've got this hat and then you're moving here and do that. And actually reading this book really kind of focused, focused me on the right things. So focus me on habits, morning habits, evening habits, focus me on that energy. How can we keep up with that energy? We need to, you know, looking at all the ways that we keep our energy going, really focusing on, on congruence, you know, being true with yourself, with your message, being very authentic with what you do and how you do. So it was a very, very powerful book um, that I would, you know, recommend anybody to, um, to read that those, those are very good. Thank you very much, Claire. And uh, if somebody would like to connect with you, what's the best way? So, uh, so Claire with an I and an E, Bosque, B-O-S-C-Q, scott.com. Um, or just Google me, right? Just, I mean, everywhere. <laughs> just Google me. I'm on social media. Come and watch some YouTube videos. I've got loads of YouTube videos, which give loads of tips and things like that. I've got some interviews with some amazing people that also give amazing tips. So um, loads and loads of content on my YouTube channel. So yes, and, and if you want to message me, I, I'm always happy to have a quick chat um, to see if that's for you. Not everybody, you know, not everybody gets it, not everybody, but people are kind of, you know, they, I think people have had enough now. They want to have a little bit more of that 
alternative kind of a holistic approach to their themselves and their business. And that's where, you know, that's where I feel the pandemic has helped, if I can say that this way, is to make people care more, right? Care more for their employees, care more for their customers, care more what's really, really matters. And so that's, you know, for that, I'm very grateful. Thank you very much, Claire. And we are coming exactly to the last question. This is the golden nugget. You already shared one, but I ask again this, this question because it's, I'm always asking that it's your golden nugget. It's something that we discussed or something new that you would leave to the audience. Yeah, you know, there's a quote from uh, Gandhi who says, be the change you want to see in the world. And, I, I, you know, sometimes you see things and you see quote and, you know, you kind of walk past it. And one day this quote hit me and I'd seen it before, but I stopped and actually realized what he meant. And he made me realize that we are all here. And if we want to do something in this world, we need to do it. We are the people. We need to be the change. And, you know, if you're feeling yourself that you're not confident, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? Yes, you can do it. You know, you need to be the change, whether it's your business, whether it's yourself, you know, show the world what you want to be and how you want the world to be. Thank you very much, Claire. And as usual, I'm not commenting the golden nugget because it was Claire golden nuggets. The only <laughs> thing that I want to say is really thank you very much for your time. It was really a big pleasure to have you on my podcast, on the CS Goalkeeper podcast. And again, congratulations for your new job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And also to the audience, thank you very much. It was a great pleasure to have you on this show. I hope that you enjoyed the discussion as much as I did because it was really an outstanding discussion with Clara Boscott. I hope to speak to you soon, to see you soon. Thank you very much. Grazie mille. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the word of mouth. Subscribe it. Share it. Until the next episode, please don't forget, we are not in a B2B or B2C business, we are in a human-to-human environment. Thank you!